Hey mama, I know you need a break, so go ahead and clock out, because it's time for the Moms Off The Clock podcast. What's going on, everyone? It's a super amazing day. Welcome to the Moms Off The Clock podcast. I'm your host and fellow mama friend, Deirdre Brannick. This podcast is dedicated to the moms who need a break to just talk laugh, feel encouraged, and to examine what we are collectively facing as mothers, society standards, and exhaustion. You are not alone. It's a pleasure having you all join me in my conversation about motherhood. Hi, welcome to the new moms and welcome back to the OG moms who've been rocking with me since the earlier episodes. I'm so glad you all are here. Let's go ahead and get started because let's be honest, mom breaks are not that long and this episode is going to be amazing. I have a guest speaker, Kathy Mao, who is going to be talking about infertility, miscarriage, and empowering herself to stand up and make a community to help other women who have gone through the same thing she has not to feel alone. And she just does an incredible job uh, discussing this and how she just went forward in life and found uh, a new tenacity and in, in the, the spirit of determination to get through. And it's just amazing. You're going you're gonna to love it. You're going to enjoy it. So We're going to get into it, but first, I want to tell you all to please connect with me on my social media. My Instagram is at T-H-E-M-O-T-C-C-L-U-B, and our Facebook is Moms Off The Clock. If there are any topics you'd like me to talk about, or if you'd like to give feedback, support, donate, uh, or would like your establishment or business to sponsor Moms Off The Clock, please connect with me and let me know, okay? My email will always be in the description of every episode. Also, please remember to write a review on Apple Podcasts or rate the show there or on Spotify, and if you leave a review, I will shout you out on the this episode during this announcement portion. So let's get into it. Episode 47. Uh, we're welcoming Kathy Mao to talk about all things infertility, miscarriage, empowerment, and building a community of strong, wonderful women. And I hope you all enjoy it. The next voice you hear will be the interview between Kathy and I. So I hope you all enjoy. All right. Bye. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining the Moms Off the Clock podcast. How are you? Great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. That is so awesome. Yes, Kathy connected with me on social media. Um, She reached out to me. She had an amazing pitch of who she is and the community that she is creating and building. And I'm just so glad she's up here so we can talk more. So the first question, Kathy, for you, I want to talk a little bit about your motherhood journey. Tell me about your motherhood journey. Yeah, my motherhood journey was actually tough. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got married in 2019 in my 30s. And so I wanted to have a kid right away because, you know, in our society, they always say we have, you know, a time clock Mm -hmm. for women. So um, I thought it was going to be easy because my sisters both had um, tried once and then they got pregnant, but Mm -hmm. that was not the case for me. I suffered with infertility actually for two years and that was actually the lowest point in my life. I got depression, anxiety, and I've never actually had to deal with any of that Mm -hmm. before then. Um, But through my motherhood journey, uh, it was tough because infertility is hard if you've never been through it. Um, and I actually found out through infertility with, with my infertility journey that I got diagnosed with endometriosis. So that was what caused me to have infertility. And 
through that, I even had to go through IVF and I even got acupuncture, etc. Um, and I even got a laparoscopy to help with my endometriosis to help with my infertility issues too. Mm. And through the whole thing after that, um, I had an IVF process and then um, it did work, but then unfortunately I got a miscarriage. And then after that, like my husband and I just wanted to take a break because two years of like trying was putting a toll on our relationship mm -hmm. and my mental health mm -hmm. that right when I stopped, I actually got pregnant naturally like the following month. And that, yeah, right mm -hmm. after I stopped. Um, and now I have a 16-month-old baby oh girl goodness. that I just never thought that I was going to be able to have. Yeah. yeah. That is amazing. And, you know, I Thank told you. Kathy, um, and you all probably don't know listening, but – my mom had endometriosis too. So I connected with yeah. Kathy because I was telling Kathy, you don't know how amazing of a mother you are until you have fought all the odds against you and brought yeah. in this beautiful little girl. And I was just telling her that I admired my mom for her strength and her tenacity to get through all of that, but mm -hmm. also to have this faith to say, you know what, I'm going to have my own child, you know, I'm going to be able to yeah. do this and not give up because like, I like what you said that you took a break because you noticed that it was weighing on like your relationship and also your mental yeah. health. Right. Yes, um, I don't think exactly. people talk enough about, I didn't, I didn't experience infertility, but I wanted you up here because there's, there are probably some moms listening or someone who wants to be a mother listening who has faced that, you know, and no one yeah. is holding space for them to say what an emotional toll that is on them, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just, I'm so glad you said that. What would be something that you would tell someone going through this, you know, like as, and it's take, it's weighing on them. What would you tell them? Like, just stop being in your head about it and mm -hmm. just trust mm -hmm. in yourself and the universe or the divine that everything's going to work out actually. Yeah. So, you know, the more you stress and try to control the situation, the less likely that it's going to happen for you because in general, like, you know, law of attraction, I don't know if you guys are into that or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, into like your spirituality, but everything is connected everything's energy so the more you're in control it's like the less likely things are going to happen for you and you're just causing a lot of stress for yourself in general right right and that's that's the thing like i'm i was like that i was trying to control every situation i was like you know taking pregnancy tests monthly mm -hmm. to only get disappointed right and it's that's not healthy right and why do we keep doing those unhealthy patterns right because right? you want to control and see a certain situation and you just don't I guess believe mm -hmm. in yourself enough you mm -hmm. know but right when I let go that month I was like forget it like if I'm meant to be a mom it's gonna happen you know mm -hmm. and like I don't need to stress and that was literally when it happened right and um I just want people to know that if you really want to be a mom it, it can happen for you yes. but you can't just sit around and cry all day like literally I did that for a whole two years I mm every month I would just be depressed crying and not really doing anything, but you can empower yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like taking actions, like 
trying to be the most um, healthiest version of yourself to carry a baby or mm -hmm. figuring out what's going on with your body because something's going on that you can't carry a child, right? Mm -hmm. So understanding that, understanding mm -hmm. that you do have control of your power and your body and understanding it, then you can take the right actions towards it. But, you know, <clears throat> having that victim mindset, sometimes we get stuck in that pattern. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done, too, because that yeah. you're so what's the word beat down, you know, with mm -hmm. your thoughts. And I think yeah. even with you saying, taking those preparations to make sure you're a healthier version of you, that includes also going to therapy. You know, I'm a big advocate mm -hmm. for yes. therapy and, yes. you know, journaling and, and taking that time to find support yes. groups because yes. it's so easy for, for us to even, even ourselves to be like, get out of your get out of your head. But then it's like, okay. man, this is, this is hard. You know, I need some help. So it's I will, true. I will even add to that. And I love what you said about, you know, just making sure we are the healthiest version of ourselves of seeking that help and asking for help when yes. we need it. You know, exactly. um, I think that is one of the things in, in motherhood, even that I struggle with still is just saying like, Hey, I need some help because in my mind, there are times where I feel like when I ask for help, it seems like a weakness, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like as mothers, even going through a journey such as infertility or even miscarriage, right? Because you said yeah. a part of your, your yeah. wonderful motherhood journey, you went through and experienced miscarriage, which is yeah. a tremendous hurt, hard. right? And it's hard by itself. Mm -hmm. So you have to believe in your body again to try again you know um yeah. and believe in in your higher power and i believe for me it's jesus christ and so i would believe like yes like Love god that. like if this, if i'm supposed to be this this mother then please help me through this but to try again yeah. that is so empowering you know um that is so empowering yeah. and i i want you to know too kathy like that's awesome that you kept going that you can encourage other moms to say i know that it is hard it is frustrating. It is hard. Yeah. It weighs on you mentally. And, and please get the help that you need. But if you are meant and it's meant for you, it will happen. It will it will be a part yes. of you. And I love that because some moms just need to hear that, you know, yeah. um, that it can exactly. happen for you because so many odds are up against us as mothers and as women. I feel like we, go, yes. we went through so much as women. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Like, oh my goodness. You already have period cramps and now you're, you're dealing yes, with so much more exactly. on top of that. Exactly. It's just like, oh my gosh, being a woman is hard and it's empowering at the same time. Yeah. And so I want to talk to you about how you promote that um, in your community and your social media. How do you use your story and, and how have you grown your community? Yes. Thanks for even asking this amazing question. Mm -hmm. So that's why I even started my social media. Um, I was suffering with infertility and then I finally got my diagnosis with endometriosis. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish that I had more information about this. So I started going on social media and just displaying like my hardships of going through infertility and endometriosis. And then that led me to start trying to teach people how to empower themselves. But at first it was scary to just even put myself out there and be vulnerable. Absolutely. But um, I 
found like a, a whole lot of amazing group of women who does suffer with endometriosis. It's like eight, like one in 10 women actually have wow. endometriosis, but we just don't know it. It takes forever to get diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Actually, it takes about like 10 to 12 years to get a diagnosis. And um, I found a group of like infertility women, a lot of women going through that too. And I was like, whoa, I just noticed that a lot of women in general go through um, health issues Mm -hmm. because, you know, in our society, we're not taught at a young age what our bodies really do. They just kind of give us a prescription of birth control and that's it. This will resolve everything. And I'm like, actually, no, this is causing us more problems. We're so disconnected. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the main pieces that I like to teach people about in my social media is about empowering yourself and learning about your body, learning about everything about yourself you know the more you learn the more you know the better decision you can do and make for yourself yeah so this is how my empowering um uh like empowering other women um became a thing on my social media Mm -hmm. and then now i like teach about like the bliss soft life concept of how people should be living a life with purpose and fulfillment and just living in your own power. So it's been like a lot of development. (laughs) Yes. And and it takes years to develop that. Right. Um, And you said something about like, you know, putting your, your story out there. I'm so glad that you were, and I know this sounds so cliche to be like, you are so brave, you know, but no, but seriously, like putting yourself out there to tell your story, that is not easy because sometimes yeah. we have to make sure that we are healed to even tell the story, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember like um, when I first told my story up here about my um, my recovery from my labor and delivery, it took me a minute to I, like I would record and then I would delete, record, de- then delete Aww. because it was so hard to get through. You know, yeah, I was like, I'm hard. getting choked up on every part. I have to Aww. bring it down. But then you start to realize there is so much vulnerability and transparency and mm-hmm. healing in your stories to tell other women, you know. Yes. And I think that's the same thing with you when you're talking about this. You're building a community because when we continue to empower and uplift other women who are very similar to us that helps us heal hey mama don't forget to follow us on instagram at t-h-e-m-o-t-c-c-l-u-b and on facebook moms off the clock just the way it's written on our podcast if you would like to discuss more with me about speaking engagements panels or workshops my email will always be in the description of these episodes can't wait to talk more with you and connect and welcome to our unity community thank you for being here okay now let's get back to the episode right yeah and, and i believe like do you feel like that you have grown more now that you have this community of, of women that yes. you're helping yes a thousand percent because i was so low in my point in in that time Mm -hmm. and I just felt like I didn't have a community at all because everybody around me never had to suffer with infertility everybody you know like I told you my sisters tried once and then both you know got pregnant so easily none of my friends and family ever suffered with infertility and all my friends at the time were having babies too and were pregnant it was just hard so having this community that I made for myself and being open and vulnerable 
taught me like my story can help other people absolutely and if i can help at least one person i'm doing my duty of like you know spreading awareness and just living in my purpose Mm -hmm. that's awesome and you know i you know i used to hear my mom tell me stories about feeling like she was on this island because other women were getting pregnant and they would ask her they would tell her like you know it'll be your time soon and she just never knew when it would be her time you know, mm-hmm. and I think that I'm just so grateful that you continue to try. But I'm also so grateful mm-hmm. that you hold space for women who are going through that, too, yeah. because they probably feel like they were on an island, too. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't I, th- I think, too, that people need people with infertility uh, issues and, and uh, endometriosis or anything that um, causes them to have a delay with having a child. Right. I feel like people mm-hmm. should not make comments about them having I think let's let's talk about that a little bit because I think that people should stop making comments to women that they have no business making um and you know and also when you have gone through something like that you hold space for more people and you understand more that okay this person wasn't being mean they it wasn't that they didn't want to tell Mm me uh congratulations on my kid or anything like that they might have just been going through their own you know um, their own mindset of things or going through their own struggles. Right. Um, and, but I just feel like with that being said, what I said previously, I feel like some people should stop saying things to younger women such as, so when are you going to have your, your kid? Um, I have a friend who is pregnant right now and, um, she and her husband struggled for a while and she wanted, and she's like one of those, those people who are like, you're like, she's going to be an amazing mom, you know? Um, but one time she was telling me that their uh his family had like a bet on when she would get pregnant and said oh something gosh. along the lines of well I guess we'll try the bet again next year and it's like Aww. how inconsiderate is that yeah. you know to make That's... a comment like that um to someone yeah. that you have no idea what they're going through exactly gosh. exactly there's a reason why they're you know like people you know even if they're having infertility issues or it's just their own decision not to have it because they're not ready Mm -hmm. it's something that we in our society we need to learn not to ask those questions like it's not okay you know I think we made it like it's an okay question to Mm -hmm. ask Mm -hmm. but actually it's not it's a very personal question like even when people ask, you know, like, when are you guys going to get married? It's mm-hmm. like, again, that's another question. It's yes. a very personal question. Yes. Why don't you just go with something like, oh, how are you doing? Like, more open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. You know, that some sort. Yeah. Like, you know, but, yeah. And when you go through infertility, like, you really don't want to be asked those questions. Because, no. honestly, it's like, what, you want me to tell your story? Like, oh, okay, you know, if mm-hmm. someone in the Asian culture you know we're very open like that like oh you know my aunts grandparents are always ask like oh are you gonna have a kid mm-hmm. you know and it's like during that infertility time it was hard to tell them like you know I'm going through infertility but they don't understand that right so you're just and then all you do is kind of shrug and just be like oh no yeah yeah we're we're just waiting we're just waiting you know making excuses but obviously things are happening behind right. the scenes that they don't get 
So I just encourage people not to ask these questions if you're listening to yes, this. Because, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, it's a very insensitive question, actually. If you think it's a nice question, it's not. It's not. <laughs> we are <laughs> here to tell you it's not. Yes. Please exactly. don't. Just in, yes. in, in shorter terms, mind your business. You know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Just mind exactly. your business and let people live the life they yes. want to live. I think that that is the biggest thing. Even, you know, we talk about motherhood on this podcast, but being a woman, you know, just allow people to make their decisions in in everything they do, you know, Um, even with women who are stay at home moms, right? Mm -hmm. Or stay at home moms or mothers who work, regardless, that is their decision. And you have no business telling moms what to do, right? Exactly. Um, And I remember sometimes even, I was a stay-at-home mom last year, and I remember I used to get looks like, hmm, you're a stay-at-home mom? Oh, okay. What are you, so what are you doing when you're at home? You know? <laughs> like, uh, being uh, a mom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, cleaning my it's home. It's a lot of work. Yes, it yeah. is. And then when you are become a full-time worker, like a full-time working mom, they look at you like, oh, you don't want to be home with your with your kid? I'm like, you know, we're going to yeah. always be judged in this world. Just do what exactly. you want to do. You know, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's why I it's so important to just focus on yourself yes. and to just not care about what other people think. You cannot control what other people think, and I had to learn that the hard way, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go through like you know, infertility or something big in your life, mm-hmm. you have to learn to really just care about yourself and yeah. just stop people pleasing and just caring what other people think about you. It's just like. You know, you live your life for yourself. Yes. I learned the hard way. I grew up as a people pleaser. Oh, same here. Same here, Kathy. (laughs) Same here. But isn't that beautiful? Like now you're a mom and then you're just like, hmm, you care less about people because you're just focusing on your daughter or your kid. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're just like, yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's how I feel. And I feel like, and I don't know if you had that moment too where you're like, I want to stop people pleasing so my daughter especially with us having daughters I want Mm -hmm. them to be strong empowered young women who go out in this world and is like Mm -hmm. I will live my life the way I choose and I don't care what you're thinking about me unless it's it's a constructive criticism please keep your Mm -hmm. opinions and your comments to yourself you know that's how I want my kid to be that's and I I think like you said like you when you're going through a journey like that you cannot worry about what people are saying because mm-hmm. you need to focus at that moment right Kathy mm-hmm. you need yeah. to focus on your mental health exactly. if you took everyone's comments and concerns you wouldn't have time for yourself and so yes. it's like I'm gonna put you to the side because I can't <laughs> I can't yeah. I won't you know yeah I won't exactly I I, yeah. I I think that is amazing and so oh my goodness if you guys aren't oh. enjoying this this is Kathy like she's amazing so My last question to you would be, how would you encourage your past self now that you are who you are? Yeah, I would tell my past self to be kinder to myself, Mm -hmm. to trust in myself, to be more confident in myself. Like, ah, I just wish as a kid I was taught that. And now I get to teach that to my, you know, daughter Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know, we were, I, I was raised to like not speak up. Um, I was an ESL kid and my pr- parents were immigrants. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was the odd one out as a kid. So I just chose to just sit there and be quiet and right. just pretend like I didn't exist. And that really messed me up because 
you know, like you need to really speak up for yourself and know that you matter Mm -hmm. and whatever you think or whatever you believe in really, really matters. And that's, you know, you live for this world or you live on this world for yourself and not for other people. And that's what I really want other people, you know, all you guys listening right now to really tap into your power and believe that you are amazing and freaking awesome. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I definitely love it. I think your past self would be so encouraged and proud of you. Um, and Thank also you. safe with you, right? Yes. Um, I think that is one of the best yeah. things about growing uh, mm-hmm. into the women we are now. We would yeah. be the person that our younger selves would be safe around. Like, I feel like I would be yeah. that person that would be like, if I had a trusted adult, it'd be Deirdre. <laughs> you oh, know? Yes. And, you know, yours is, it would be Kathy, you know? So oh. I love that we are nurturing our younger self while still while still nurturing our little younger beings that we created you know and so I think motherhood is is glorious it comes with with the ups and downs like what we go through before we even becoming a mother right Mm -hmm. um but I think that is all a part of our journey and I believe that what you're doing for your community and and even the people listening right now is empowering them and it's it's necessary that we talk about all the stages of motherhood right? Um, Infertility, endometriosis, our body changing, our body after baby, postpartum depression, things Mm -hmm. like that. I feel like mom's off the clock. I really wanted to tap into that, but I could not bring that piece about infertility, but you could, you know? And I feel like I don't want to tell someone how to feel if I haven't gone through it, if that makes sense. I can hold space, but I love that you were able to tell how you felt because you, you resonate with the people listening who have gone through that. Um, And I think that is an amazing uh, gift and a blessing to have. Um, And just tell us how we can connect with you, Kathy, tell us your handle on social media and all of that. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram as Kathy.MauMOU. And then Facebook, Kathy Mao, or you can go visit me on my website, www.kathymao.com as well. And it's Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, and Mao is M-O-U. And everything will be in the description of this episode as well. And also on our website, we'll put her in our uh, pink pages Um, part and we'll have everything listed up there for our guest speaker and we hope you guys enjoyed this thank you so much kathy for joining us Um, we are so excited about um (laughs) what's going on here and just thank you so much we really appreciate it oh thank you for having me again it was such an honor to meet you and to even be here to share my story yes we hope that you can come back soon again yes of course (laughs) yes we're gonna go now we're gonna go check on our babies (laughs) oh yes yes all right (laughs) bye-bye bye